I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, dear listeners of the charitable podcast called Paleo Bites. I'm Susan Carol Annabeth Eliza Schmertz, award-winning culinary specialist, author of the best-selling book How to Positively Cook Positively and genuine enthusiast of the all-natural and healthy ways of the paleo diet. Here in this podcast called Paleo Bites, we value the art of the paleolithic diet, and we want to bestow that delicious knowledge upon our wonderful listeners. Join us on our Patreon, where we discuss pop culture featuring the paleo diet, and this month we're talking about Prehistoric Planet. The recent and highly rated big-budget dinosaur documentary with incredible computer-generated imagery and astounding scope. You won't want to miss this incredible paleo diet course at patreon.com slash matthewdonald. Thank you so much for your support, and have a magical day. I do believe I was given the wrong script. Who knew there were other podcasts out there called Paleo Bites? Welcome to Paleo Bites, the podcast that's the opposite of Dreadnoughtus and that it fears everything. <laughs> so we're uh, Dread Omnis. Sure, that sounds right. <laughs> I suppose so. <laughs> uh, my name is Matthew Donald, and each week I and a rotating series of guest co-hosts talk about and rate a genius of prehistoric animal, be it dinosaur, mammal, arthropod, and so on. This week I'm joined by someone who really does fear nothing, <laughs> I'd, well, I'd say. I I mean, say at least that. he fears less than I do. I, well, it's Stephen Currow. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, don't know, I just, I really like, uh, I just feel like how bold you are in certain like stances and like how you commit to certain things. Like, I, I think cows are bad for the environment, so I don't eat them. Yeah, I mean, and like I could never do that. <laughs> yeah, it was you know there there are a lot of problems with this world, and if we don't stand up and try to make it better in our own way, it you know. And part of better. me is like I, I'm one of those lazy people that's like, oh, but I'm just one person, so who cares? You're like, no, I don't care that I'm just one person. I'm gonna I'm not gonna use straws. I'm gonna try to use plastic cups as little as off as possible. Like baby steps add up yeah and it's great like here i am <laughs> drinking from my plastic cup and drinking yeah. my soda from my plastic bottle well but... i have a plastic cup too but they handed me one yeah you, you're so. going to use like a an actual glass so <laughs> okay so uh to answer my question and this is because i have to come up with these on the fly i guess this is what i thought of so um okay something i was gonna be like what would what type of dinosaur would you use to get back at people who want to Ruin the environment. <laughs> I mean, that's an easy question. Just T Rex eat them, but <laughs> I wouldn't mind turning you loose a frenzied yee into an, an oil exec's office. Just 
wreak havoc. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like something like that, or like Bezos. Some do with we could throw something in his office, his palace. <laughs> right. Just have just have an Argentinosaurus, you know, just... mow right through his mansion. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no, my seven yachts. <laughs> At least I got these other twelve. Exactly. <laughs> no, no. My, I, I, while I'm living in luxury, all my all my workers have to piss in bottles because uh, they I don't give them bathroom breaks. I used. That's to work... what you get for being born poor. Uh, <laughs> like... <laughs> I used to work for Amazon, and oh. they tried to make it look like. You're doing a good job with, or uh, we're all I, family. I, I can't talk. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, <laughs> they try. They offer you a health package. They offer you um, stock options, but you don't get to keep them unless you work there for two years and sell your soul. Um, yeah. Oh man. And they work you like crazy. Ugh, so I, I just, worked at uh, Starbucks for a while, and I thought they were a good company. They're not anymore. <laughs> like they. They um surprised for you to say that on there while you still work for them. I don't work for them anymore. Oh, you don't? No, I am between jobs, oh. so I can say whatever damn thing I want. Actually, no, I probably shouldn't. Still, because <laughs> <laughs> I'll hear freedom, this. freedom, yeah. unionize Starbucks. Get rid of those poor work. They're always like, oh, we don't have enough people. You do have enough people. We just don't. The the they the bosses specifically, and to be fair, the the the, the managers they're given the amount of hours they need to work with by corporate people and so they're just as beholden to the corporate overlords right. not necessarily the as default. the workers are like I, when i left i made sure to tell the boss all the problems i had i did not blame her i knew that she was mm-hmm. as beholden to them as i was which so. is good i think a lot of people they feel these companies they're all evil well no no not no, all no i still have a good relationship actually with my boss like in fact the other day i asked her like hey can i get my tax return like my my, my income from last year so i can use it for my tax return she's like yeah here you go nice <laughs> you haven't worked there in several months and she still gave it to me so good good yeah um but uh so I don't know. It's just they have these. De- they designate the amount of hours to work. It always means that there's only like maybe two or three people, even when it's super busy. And people who want to work more hours are not given enough hours. That's that's always the thing. Oh my god! They and, never give enough hours. No, and it's just, but they can. And they and like um, or a company will start to give enough out, like either. If it's either pay or hours, they give you one and they cut the other to compensate. Yeah. It's like no, no, no. Everyone should make a living wage. Why is that controversial? I don't know. Why do we have to earn to live? People say it's a millennial stereotype that we complain about it. Well, it's a problem. Damn it! It is a problem. Good on millennials. Good on Gen Z. <laughs> Here's what we should stick in Jeff Bezos' office, a Herrerasaurus. <laughs> it actually could do some real damage. He certainly wouldn't see it coming. <laughs> no, exactly. And speaking of which, we're talking about Herrerasaurus. What? <laughs> so um, it means uh, Lizard of Victorino Herrera, the name of the farmer that owned the land where this uh, creature's fossils were first found. Oh, I thought it was named after the scientist who found it. No, no, it's a different, sci- different scientist found it. Okay, uh, cool. It's the farmer that owned that land. Actually, uh, um. You know, I normally at the end of these episodes I talk about um, if I include these dinosaurs or whatever creatures in my book, Megazoic. This I don't because it's um, too early. I only have Jurassic and Cretaceous creatures. Right, right. Uh, but I do sort of include it in the upcoming sequel to Tesla Knots. And that this, this one character, this Mexican girl, or one of her middle names is Herrera. <laughs> and I did that as a reference to a Herrera. Little, a little nod there. Nice. Yes, yes. So. Because they have a lot of different names. They have like, like, and there's a re- I looked up. There's a reason for each one of their their names. 
Because like you have like was it like Pablo Diego Hezeso Franco de Paula Juan Nobosemo <laughs> Right, right. They're really Luisa long, Picasso. You know, it's all for like different family members. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Which is pretty cool how they do that. All right, so Herrerasaurus. Uh, type is a basil or is it basil or basil? I say basil, but that's probably just the dish or like that not the dish, the spice. I think they mean basil. Basil, basil. I don't make fun of people who mispronounce words that means they learned it by reading it folks <laughs> i say that a lot in the show <laughs> i don't feel called out i swear it was the basil saurician aka the lizard hip dinosaurs this is so early on in dinosaur evolution that this creature is in is before the time when the theropods and sauropods diverged mm, that doesn't get much more old school than that <laughs> yeah in fact it's, it's actually it's so primitive we took us a while to figure out what it was actually um it's 18 to 20 feet slash 5.5 to 6 meters long uh, 770 pounds or 330 kilograms. Uh, 18 to 20 feet. That's huge. Still pretty big. Yeah, for a dinosaur back then. Hmm. Like, I, that's Dilophosaur size almost. You know, the um, I had the Jurassic Park Dinosaur Field Guide. Yes. And they had an entry for Herrerasaurus. Yeah, you know, no, it's actually quite, it's in the franchise a lot. Again, none, none of the movies, but a lot right, of the expanded. Right. But it's just that every entry in that book compares the animal with a four-foot child and i don't remember herrerasaurus being that big it's big did they find a bigger one since uh, then no, i know or... i don't know i just i think maybe the four-foot child that'd be more eoraptor right although also to be fair they, these had, dinosaurs... e they had eoraptor too they had okay both of them also to be fair a lot of these dinosaurs are a lot longer than they are tall like this could be like a five foot or six foot five foot or six feet tall but still 18 to 20 feet long I don't remember I'll, I'll have to dig up the book also you know we i mean I think we found more as it goes on, but like also, it's it's kind of hard to tell certain things. Yeah. It's like it's like how big is Pachycephalosaurus? Is it the size of a child or is it the size of a bus? I've seen both. I have seen both. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> we need to find more bones, and then maybe we'll know. Yeah, exactly. Jack Horner. Anyways, <laughs> sorry. I just we whenever always, I think of Pachycephalosaurus, we always have to have a jab at him at some. Oh point. my god! <laughs> Again, I'm sure he's a very nice man. Please sponsor this podcast, Jack Horner. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, it's carnivore, Herrerasaurus, um, time mid-Triassic, 231 to 228 million years ago. So that's pretty early on. Like, you know, the Triassic is the one, one of the three periods of dinosaurs, but dinosaurs didn't really evolve until the mid or late Triassic. And this is still like 20 million years from the start of it. So this is the very, very beginning. If he's not the first species, he's close. It's close. It's very close. Uh, location, Argentina. Described in 1963. Pop culture appearances. Apparently, a an icon of one was located on a map of the Jurassic Park brochure in the original movie. Huh. No um, implying that they were either exhibited already or planned to be exhibited. Huh. Uh, but it was never shown on screen. Uh, boy, howdy is it in the rest of the franchise, however. It's been a Jurassic Park builder, Jurassic World the game, promotional material for Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, including Lego sets and viral marketing, and Jurassic World Evolution 1 and 2. Uh, it's also in The Isle, a TV adaptation of Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's The Lost World, Zoo Tycoon Dinosaur Digs, PBS, PBS's The Dinosaurs, an episode of the Land Before Time series. <laughs> but why didn't they put it in a Jurassic Park movie? Like, I don't know. Why? doesn't make any sense. It looks, I mean, it does kind of look like what those movies depict Velociraptor as. I mean, yeah, but <laughs> I... I they just, just, I think it's just in... show up in all the video games and yeah. stuff. Yeah, just come on. So, Fallen Kingdom had, or not Fallen Kingdom. Um, uh, Dominion. Thank you. Dominion. Had the Atrociraptors. I yeah. I don't know why they're new movies. I have such a hard time with those titles. Anyway, um, it's it's not as difficult for me as like the second 
the second Jurassic Park movie is called The Lost World colon Jurassic Park. That yeah, will always drive me crazy. That, I don't like Why that. is it not the other way around? I don't like that either. But anyway. Um, <laughs> then I you think... could have like Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park The Lost World, <laughs> Jurassic Park 3, Jurassic World, Jurassic World Funk, and Jurassic World Dominion. I nice think, and easy. But I no, they ruined Dominion, it. Dominion was the perfect time to, to throw in Herrerasaurus because – you know, they have all these other creatures. Dinosaurs are everywhere. Biosyn's making their own. Yeah, come on, there you go. Like exactly, Pyroraptor. Exactly. <laughs> uh, they'll be back. The, the franchise will never die. Oh, of course not. <laughs> yeah, they'll keep going. Uh, apparently, there's rumors going on that there'll be like the next installment couldn't could be like a spinoff involving that pilot facing off against that that evil lady with the Atrociraptors. That could be fun. Yeah, so just female on female. I'd like that. <laughs> um, I like the lady. I don't remember her name, but the evil lady. She uh, was in Santos or something. So, yeah, so, so. she was in the show Dollhouse. Oh, she was, and she's a really great actress. So That's cool. I was thrilled to see her. In I like. Movie. She was like a James Bond villain. Kind <laughs> like, she, yeah, and this she was very. Let's very just James like Bond. I got to trust the raptors. James Bond dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, what's her deal? What is like? Does she seems in the she's in the black market? What else is she giving about? You know, it seems cool. Um, I really like that Malta scene and. Oh yeah, that was... I mean again, it was horrible in some parts in terms of seeing what the how, what the animals went through. But I just like the idea of it. You know? Well, yeah, the, the the black market was scary, but mm-hmm. like just the whole. I'd love to go visit Malta. It's such an ancient city. I know and you have dinosaurs running on the streets. So come on, how can you not watch this? How yeah. can you not pay attention? Dinosaurs running on the Maltese streets, anyways, like Maltese falcons. <laughs> like... In a sense. <laughs> Anyways, um, so most of the Triassic period was bereft of dinosaurs. Uh, after the Permian Great Dian extinction that made a real stink on the global ecosystem, no kidding. Uh, the majority of the start of the Triassic was the Earth recovering and repopulating all these vacant niches with some truly bizarre critters. The synapsids still thrived with Lysosaurus briefly taking over the planet <laughs> before being competed by more specialized creatures. And later ones like Lysowicia, I think it's how you pronounce it, being the size of Asian elephants. Really? Yeah. One of the biggest Triassic creatures was this was this uh, mammal like actually not called mammal, stem mammal called uh, Lishawisa. What was that you said? Stem mammal. Stem mammal is the technical term for it, I think. Oh, uh, so that as opposed to a mammal like reptile. That's, an, that's definitely an outdated term. Many people okay. don't say that anymore. Because it's like that. It's 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 not really reptile because they're not they're not diapsids like the right. modern reptiles. So it's like once you get the point where the reptiles branch from the synapsids to the diapsids, they're no longer really reptiles. But also evolution's weird. It's a spectrum. You can call them whatever you want. <laughs> call it a land shark for all I care. So um, there was also some unusual reptiles like Charoviptrix Shar- that glided with its wings on its legs rather than its arms. That's interesting. Which is messed up and kind of averted, if you think about it. <laughs> Spreading its legs all across the... <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> That's what it looks like, though. It's just like... Wee. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> just flashing the forest down below. <laughs> so... <laughs> so... Uh, where does this show go sometimes? Where does my mind go? <laughs> um, then the archosaurs started doing that thing. Uh, that thing being taken over all the niches, or niches, I go back and forth, I pronounce that word. Uh, uh, like the hungry, hungry crocodiles they were, they taken over. Uh, first came the Alocotosaurids, an early group of archosaurs that include the awesome-sounding Trilophosaurus. <laughs> Oh. You've heard of Monolophosaurus. You've heard of Dilophosaurus. Now you got Trilophosaurus. This guy might have his own separate episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, granted, none of those creatures are related to each other, but it's still funny. It's still, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and then you got the Ryosuchids, the more crocodile looking group that included Postosuchus, Sarosuchus, and the magical go. sounding Prestosuchus. Prest- <laughs> Ta da! 
Is there a Kadabrasuchus in there somewhere? That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then they got the Poposaurids, another group of archosaurs that, despite being closer to crocodiles and dinosaurs, look so much like dinosaurs, you'd swear they were dinosaurs. Have you seen Silosuchus or Shuvosaurus? Shuvosaurus sounds familiar. Yeah, hold on, but I'm going to show this. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. To you, because it looks like a dinosaur, but it's not. It's more closely related to crocodiles. No, it does. Yeah. Totally, it does. That's a dinosaur, right? <laughs> I can see why it's more someone cl- would be confused. Yeah, it's a poposaur. Huh. So there's something to do. So it's the. It's something to do with like the way the skull is. I think. Or right. Yeah. It's always the skull. The skull is the skull's skull. very important. <laughs> so, cool. Terror crocodile. More. Yeah. I, there could be a whole walking with dinosaurs six part miniseries on just the Triassic. I, there's so much crazy stuff in the Triassic. Right. It's a misconception that it's like, oh look, there were dinosaurs. Moving on. Like no, yeah. there was a lot going on. There was so much going on, and like maybe the last two episodes could be about the dinosaurs. The first one being like their origins, and the second one being like, you know. Where things were going. Well, walking with dinosaurs introduced me to the whole concept of the the uh, Permian extinction. Yes, and the creatures that linger term it like Placerius. Yeah, and Placerius. So yeah. you know, Just, Yeah, and like so much net natural diversity. <laughs> I know. Funny thing about that episode is like everything except for, except for Coelophysis, all of them start with P. Postosuchus, Patinosaurus was the pterosaur. Plateosaurus, uh, Placeria. <laughs> Son of a gun! I never noticed that. <laughs> yeah, it's just a bunch of P's. <laughs> It's like that Sesame Street episode where that where that one got brought to you by the, the letter, letter P, P and the number two hundred twenty million years ago. <laughs> uh, well, and I guess the cynodonts too—they eat their babies. The cynodonts. Yeah, too. that was kind of disturbing. Oh God! Oh, I mean, man. you know, they're they're it's animals. nature. It's nature recycling energy and all that. It wasn't that lovely note. Speaking of more dead things, <laughs> <laughs> so why are these like shuvasaurs not dinosaurs? Do like hip bones or some crap? I don't know. That's like taxonomic classifications crazy <laughs> and that's the reason i'm bringing this up the triassic was a mix of all sorts of weird creatures that can be difficult to distinguish from one another so that so when the dinosaurs this new group of archosaurs first came on the scene it could be difficult to figure out what belongs to what like take a look one look at both herrerasaurus and silosuchus and you can see how similar they appear superficially but in actuality there were different types of archosaurs again hip bones or some crap <laughs> so, herrerasaurus is such a primitive dinosaur that its placement in this dinosaur or archosaur morph line has been a big debate for the last 50 years Especially since the initially, and this is probably where their book came in, where you were talking about the remains were so fragmentary. Oh, that that never helps. So, God, fragmentary. Oh, just, why can't there be more of them? <laughs> How dare you, nature! <laughs> <laughs> the nerve. You're only going to preserve one teeny tiny fossil after only uh, two hundred million years of uh, erosion. You know. 
Uh, so some believe Herosaurus was an early theropod. Others believe it was a, a basal or what it basal sauropodomorph, which is currently the classification given to Eoraptor. <laughs> some thought it wasn't even a dinosaur at all, but an early archosauromorph, just on the cusp of dinosauria, but not quite. A real missing link? Possibly. Yeah, like possibly. I just, it's just like so close to the completion of dinosaur evolution, but not quite. Who knew taxonomists were so into edge play? <laughs> so, turns out, though, after a nearly complete skeleton was found in 1988 and Yay. several anal- analyses in the decades since, it's been pretty much decided that, while still a dinosaur, it wasn't quite a theropod or a sauropod, but an early group of saurischian dinosaurs before the split. The split of saurischians and sauropods to theropods is not the split from dinosaurs between saurischians to ornithischians. Got it? Good to be a test on tomorrow. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, Good lord. In terms of this group of early Cerisians, Herrerasaurus shares its place with the Argentinian dinosaur San Juanosaurus and the Brazilian dinosaur Staricosaurus, a lot of which I've seen maybe once or twice elsewhere in the paleo culture, paleo, paleo pop culture world. These guys are new to me. Maybe Jurassic World the game, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, don't, I just think it's awesome that Herrerasaurus was so, was so early and yet so big. Right, right. Like, I mean, Coelophysis is smaller. It's definitely. quite smaller, yeah. But that one's later, and I mean, it's not uncommon for a new species to be small and then later evolve into something bigger. That's what happened with mammals. I know, but like um, the start. Apparently, it's not necessarily the case, assuming Herrerasaurus is the first. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Well, like, oh, well, to, again, think about those crocodiles that were like, they were already pretty big, like the ones that later evolved into, well, the, not the crocodiles, the archosaurs that after they split from crocodiles and dinosaurs. They, yeah, they were already starting to get pretty big, but yeah, something got smaller. And like, Coelophysis, people talk about it as like the archetypal early dinosaur, but this was far more primitive. Coelophysis already had a lot of the features that defined later dinosaurs. Right, I mean, it right. was still primitive, obviously, but so like... Maybe it was the original dinosaur as we know it. Yeah, but... I, I googled, I, I put this on Wikipedia because this is another big one that I've always... Have you ever heard of Linnean Sternus? No. It's basically like a Triassic Dilophosaurus. Oh. It lived in Germany. It has a crest. And this is a dinosaur? It's a dinosaur. It's about the same size as Dilophosaurus, too, but lived in the Triassic. That's fun. Yeah. Oh, it's right. The coat of arms in Bedheim. <gasps> no kidding. Yeah. Okay. There's we're actually gonna... a dinosaur with coat of arms. That's so sick. Yeah. It's a Glittenberg. is a, a former municipality of the district of Hilden's. <laughs> no. Sorry, my Slovakian girlfriend. I'm bad with the European names. Hildenberghausen Hild- Hild- in, Th- in Thuringia. Thuringia or Thuringia? Yeah, I don't know. Since 31st December 2012, it's part of the town Romhild. Romhild. Gleichhamburg. Yeah. So- and that, there it is. I'm, There's the coat of arms. I'm so sorry to the to the German people. I'm butchering your language. But yeah, the coat of arms <laughs> has a Lillian Sternus. That's pretty damn cool. Uh, okay, I, I guess I'll talk about that with you at some point. Also, you, you know Walking with Dinosaurs, the stage show? I saw that once. They use Lillian Sternus instead of Coelophysis. Don't remember that because part. it actually did live in the same time place as Plateosaurus. That would make a little more sense. So but yeah, because yeah. Plateosaurus actually lived in Europe rather than I, I yeah, saw that yeah. show. It was aimed more for younger children, but really, the, oh. at least the, the animatronics looked amazing. The animatronics are fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can I can see that aimed for kids. Yeah, yeah. Big T Rex, big uh, T Rex suit robot walks out on stage and roars, and there's a small child that screams in the state uh, in the audience somewhere. It's like, uh oh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But no, like, this is just amazing how big this is. Like, it's 20 feet long. That's the size of Dilophosaurus or my boy Sinraptor. You know, like, it's big. But, um, yeah. Big. Uh, so we're talking about an animal bigger than our car, even though it was. Uh, oh, yeah. Much longer than the our car. The beginning of dinosaur time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, just 
just another reason why we need a time machine to figure out like where did the origins really start because it's all so muddled time i mean like uh, we really do need a time machine also i, I brought someone brought up an interesting point that's actually a, a nice motivational sort of thing because people talk about like oh if you go back in time the whole butterfly effect you step on a butterfly and then it, change, and it creates a course oh, of events that changes everything I think about that all the time yes that story is not meant for us changing the past that's about now any little thing we do can change history right that's what that is meant, meant to say anything. we can step theoretically step on those metaphorical butterflies now and the world will be completely different than if we don't it's meant to like be inspiring like you can make such big changes mm. without realizing it right 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 even though like it ends with um mm -hmm. another president right or like with and... a dictate with not only is there a dictator running the country but like um la language and society has degraded that's so like, weird they show the brochure for the that was a time safari in the beginning and it's like perfectly edited and then it's like all slurred in at the end wow that butterfly was really damn important <laughs> the butterfly was gonna teach everyone literacy <laughs> um ray bradbury actually authorized an author named stephen lee l-e-i-g-h to write a uh young adult series based on the sound of thunder based on the sound of thunder yeah yeah so, we need, i need to talk about sound of thunder on the patreon it's a good short little short story it does have t-rex as quad four-legged though uh, well, you know, it was. I mean, look, I, I, uh, again, I, I just talk about direct. It was old. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Anyways, all right. Well, I'm gonna write um, Carrerasaurus. I'm gonna give it like a, just because this is more my type of dinosaur. I'm more into the carnivorous dinosaurs. I'm a, I'm a simpleton like that. I'm gonna give this a perfect <laughs> 65 million. <laughs> a perfect score. Wow. Yeah, like it's cool, man. I'm gonna give it 64. Oh, he was. I mean, just he's the he's the he is the primeval dinosaur as far as we know. Yes. Um. But we still don't know enough yet. I like it. Zoo Tycoon, they have zebra stripes. Oh, that's fun. Let's see if I can find a picture of it for you. <laughs> is it white with black stripes or black yeah, with white stripes? Uh, it looks like white with black stripes, but I, <laughs> that is always the joke, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's really pretty, though. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, that's it for this week. If you want to get a hold of the show, and contact me at mattdeepmethodoncreator.com. For answering questions to any of the co-hosts, you can find me on social media at Method on Creator on Facebook and Method on Support everywhere else. So Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, whatever. Uh, where can they find you? You can find me at S-T-E-P-H-E-N-C-C-U-R-R-O.com, Stephen C. Curl yes, 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 yes. Um, I am a writer and I have um, various little shenanigans going on with short stories and novelettes. And you can look all that up on my website. Sounds good. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yep. Um, I have a book series on Amazon, Megazoc, available for print and Kindle. No Herrera source in it. Too early. But, like I said earlier, in the sequel to my non-dinosaur book, Teslanauts, there is a character who gets part of her name after Herrera source. So, Super uh, fun. I like how you did that. So. Oh, thanks, thanks. <laughs> I always like to incorporate little things like that. <laughs> Do you have yes. um, a short story, my first one ever that I published, actually, that involves dinosaurs. Yes. And I have a book series that eventually will see the light of day. That yes, has the cave of what? Or working title is the Cave of Nightmares. I mean, yeah. it's, I mean, it's pretty cool. Uh, I, I don't want to spoil things, but there's like different gods of different creatures representing different creatures talking to each other, and that was my favorite scene. Well, I, yeah, I'm glad you liked that. I, I'm not going to go into details because it's so cool that like it's you can even read it for yourself, listeners. But uh, that was pretty cool, and I'm looking forward to see how you go. 
what, what you well, else you do with it. Well, I'm looking forward to Tesla Nuts too. Oh, thank you. Tesla Master is the term for it, I think. Tesla Master. Okay. Yes, yes. Originally Tesla Manser, which I think sounds cooler, but too many I older think, people. I think you can get away with it. Uh, I need to do some sort of poll on Twitter or something. <laughs> it's like. Not a bad idea. It's like, do you get what Tesla Manser, or do you, do, I don't know, like. Come up with, come on, like World of Warcraft had the Lich King, who yes. was a necromancer. Yes, I've, I've seen the term... People have heard the word mancer before. I've heard the term pyromancer, and like... That works? I've heard technomancer, even, I mean, too. Mancer is scattered through You ever You ever seen um, Sky High? Long time ago, yes. There's a person who is like a technopath, and like she's almost called like a technomancer. Do they call her a technomancer? Okay. Yeah, so like... I think you could. I think you can get away with that. I'll, I'll find out. My, my, it's just my parents and then all the older people I always talk to. Like, what You're is not that aiming mean? this book to the young people. The, the, the boomers. People. The boomers are ruining everything. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I go that far. No, but... no, no, no. <laughs> all right, so all right, that's it for this week. It's the end of every episode of Paleo Bites. Uh, what is Herrera? Just... It may just, I imagine since this is closer to crocodiles, it raids a really throaty growl. <laughs> yeah, or maybe those whatever dolphin walrus yeah, noises yeah. stuff. Yeah. You know. Hisses, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, bye. Goodbye. Uh, Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.